This video is an explanation of the French ring sport. The French ring sport, as its name applies, is a European biting dog sport that's popular in France. This is the fourth of the European dog sports that I'll be featuring with my friend Michael Ellis. The video was filmed last month at Michael's school in California for dog trainers. I was out there videotaping new protection dog videos with Michael and his students. We've already covered the KNPB, Schutzen, IPO, and the Belgian ring sports in earlier newsletters. You can view those by going to our streaming video section on our webpage. In our next newsletter, we're going to cover the Mondial Ring, which is my favorite dog sport. Once again, the goal of these lectures is to explain the concept of these dog sports and how the rules of the sports promote specific kinds of dogs. But then there's French ring. So in France, there's another ring sport, also done with a bite suit. Um, now, this is exactly, in, in a sense, it's almost like the opposite of Belgian ring. In Belgian ring, the decoys are very static, don't move very much, and they use a lot of stuff. In French ring, the decoy is the difficulty. The whole difficulty of French ring sport is driven by the decoy. The decoy has a bamboo stick, like I'll show you in a bit, that they use. And the decoy's job is not to get bit by the dog. So they try to make the dog miss. They try to shove the dog off with a stick. They use the stick a lot. They stick their hands in dogs. They do everything possible to steal points from the dog and keep the dog off them within their set of rules about what you can and can't do. But they're always pushing the boundaries. And all the difficulty is totally driven by the decoy. So the faster and quicker and better timing and the meaner he is with a stick, the harder the trial is. Whereas in Belgian ring, the difficulty is completely driven by the situations that they set up, right? What the dog has to go through and that kind of thing. Because the decoy doesn't really do very much when they get there, right? This is a side note, and it may not mean any much to you right now, but one of the things is that the Belgians also get away with having slightly more aggressive dogs, because the decoy doesn't fight the dog so much, right? So the more aggressive my dog is, the more, the more um, he perceives the decoy as somebody that he's really fighting with, the harder it is to control that dog if the decoy's actively fighting him. Does that make sense? Right? So if my dog's kind of aggressive and he's biting a decoy and the decoy's just kind of standing there not doing much, then it's easier to control him. But if the decoy now starts hitting him with a stick and yelling at him and leaning over him, and then I try to get him to let go, it's much harder. He says, oh, I don't want to let go. This guy's still fighting with me, right? And so the Belgians get away with having a more aggressive dog than the French do because of the style of decoy work. If their decoys were as active as the French decoys, then it's much harder to have an aggressive dog and keep it under control in that circumstance. The French, on the other hand, select more for the sporty dog that I talked about before, right? The dog that just bites for fun, doesn't get angry very easily, doesn't mind that kind of stuff. They frequently have very little. There are exceptions, of course. There are some French dogs that are very aggressive, but most of them are not super aggressive. Because as much as the decoys are fighting them when they're biting, if that dog were aggressive and the guy was leaned over like this when you called the dog to let go, he's not going to let go. Right? The more aggressive the dog, the harder it is to control with a very active decoy. So there's even an unintentional selection process within the French system for a quicker, more athletic, more, um, more uh, high threshold and hard to make angry kind of dog. So the French dogs tend to be uh, less, carry less aggression on the whole. 
The rest of their program is very similar to the Belgian. There's big jumps the same way the obedience, the jumps, and the protection all run together. The French sport has probably the most emphasis on endurance of any of them. The program's very long. The bites are very long, 15 seconds apiece for all the bite exercises. There are seven or eight bite exercises, very long, complicated. So your dog has to have a lot of endurance. So traditionally, those dogs were a slightly smaller not quite a, because, again, size is a, is a problem in terms of endurance, right? Heat, actually heat dissipation mostly. The bigger the dog, the harder it is for them to, uh, to dissipate heat buildup. So big dogs overheat faster than smaller dogs. Like if you look at sled dogs, uh, you would think like, okay, sled dog racers, their dogs are probably big. They have to pull sleds. They're not. They're like about 45 pounds, I think, is the average size sled dog uh, for racing sled dogs. And it's, and it's strictly to do with endurance stuff. So the longer the programs tend to select for a slightly smaller dog. And both in, in the ring sports, they have, as opposed to when I talked about the KNPV in the beginning, the KNPV has very little pressure put on the dogs for control. So if I say, Fido, out, in KNPV, and he takes five seconds to let go, that's perfectly acceptable. No problem. That was great. <laughs> right? If you did that in, in any of the ring sports, your dog would fail. Like, your dog has to let go right now. There's very strong penalties for lack of control in the protection work for both Belgian ring and French ring. They're, they have a... And, and these sports are very practical. There's no aesthetic component whatsoever. So unlike Schutzend, which is driven by how it looks, ring sport, it's all in seconds and meters. The dog, either, except for in Belgian ring, the bite, except for the bite quality portion. Everything else is they have a stopwatch, and when they say out, they hit the stopwatch. When the dog lets go, they hit it again. Two seconds, minus two points, right? The dog is guarding the decoy. He tries to escape. The dog gets him. Uh, that was one, two, three meters he got, minus three points, right? It's all written down. He gets a point per meter, a point per second, or whatever it is for each of the sports. Very standardized deductions. So, like, if your dog came in, for instance, the Holden Bark in Schutzen is a big deal. How the dog barks, what he does there. In ring sport, there's a search where the dog has to go find the guy as well and bark, but the rule says he has to find him and bark. So if he goes in there and goes woof and sits, he found him and he barked. That's it. There's no points. Some dog can come in there and go wow, 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 wow. Same points as the dog that went woof and sat there, right? It's all the same. They're very, like, did he do it or didn't he do it, right? And the exercises themselves are what separate the dogs. They're very difficult exercises. They're hard. They're, the program's long. The dogs get tired. It's like the decoys are trying to take stuff from the dog and defeat the dog. So they separate the dogs based on that, and they don't have to separate them based on aesthetic components, which is very different, right? And the training methods that come out of those two uh, worlds ex uh, are driven by that as well. They're much less into reward-based or motivational training in, in the ring sport systems because they don't care if the dog looks sad or not. Like in Schutzend, your dog looks beat up when he's doing his obedience, you're going to get killed. You're going to get terrible points. In ring sport, if your dog comes out and heals like this, it's totally okay. <laughs> There's no points for that. He's healing or he's not healing, right? So they don't care. So I think in the ring sports, just this is a side note, nothing to do with our protection portion of it, but their training methods tend to still embrace the more old-fashioned training methods in terms of their obedience and those sorts of things as well. There's a lot of pressuring the dogs to do it and not so much like, hey, how do they look? Are they happy or not happy? Did they do it quickly? There's a time limit. In French ring, they th you throw the retrieve item, the judge has a stopwatch, your dog has 15 seconds, 
You tell the dog to bring it, he goes, and if your dog walks out there and gets it and gets back in 15 seconds, perfectly fine. In Schutzen, you'd get slaughtered for that. Again, your dog would have to go fast both directions and sit straight and all the rest of that. So there's different emphasis in in those sports. So the French ring, um, again, a suit sport, the decoy is very, very active and lots of pressure put on the dog for control. So we tend to see dogs that are less aggressive, but very athletic, very quick, very motivated, very good jumpers, all that great endurance, all those sorts of things. Um, the other thing is that you can see some growth, and these are gross generalizations again, but the dogs from the French and Belgian systems of training tend to support control better in the bite work. Many, many Dutch dogs, because the Dutch guys are going to put them on police departments, the KNPV dogs, they don't care so much about how fast the dog lets go. So they've inadvertently, over the years, selected for a dog that is really good, really powerful, really strong, uh, if they're not made to be completely under control. They don't like to be let go, and if you make them let go when you say, sometimes they don't look so good. But if you leave them, like police dog style, a little bit out of control, they look fantastic, very strong dogs. Whereas a lot of the French and Belgian guys put their young dogs onto a bite suit when they're seven or eight months old, and they start outing them right there. So if the dog has problems biting again after they're outed, then those dogs don't make it in that program. So those, the, lots of the French and Belgian line dogs, or the dogs from those sports, support control really well. You can out them a lot and ask them to let go and ask them to call off, and they still bite again afterwards. And there are some dogs that that's a big thing. When we start talking about choosing dogs for protection and developing dogs in protection work, it's one of the biggest components that we see. How does my dog behave after I start making him be under control? And there are lots of dogs out there that look really good in protection work until you ask them to be under control, and then they don't look so good anymore. And one thing about the ring sport systems is they really select for dogs that can take a lot of control. Um, Both the ring sports, the Belgian and the French ring sport, have uh, an exercise, a stopped attack, a call-off, when you send the dog to bite somebody and you stop them before they get to bite the person. So does KNPV, but in KNPV, the decoy is about 100 yards away, and they call the dog when he's about halfway there. So when they call the dog back in KNPV, the dog is maybe 50 meters from, from the guy. He's got a long way to go. In ring sport, for the maximum points, your dog has to be within two meters of the guy. So basically, he's 40 meters away from you, going 30 miles an hour, and you have to call him off within six feet of the guy. So he's basically like this, getting ready to bite, and you call him, and he has to go, oh, and turn and not bite. So that level of control is extreme, and you need a certain kind of dog to say, I'm going to send you there and make you not bite right at the last second and still have them bite again after that. Right? So they're, those dogs tend to be, I think, more sensitive to the handler. Like, so the, those dogs, there's a selection for dogs that are responsive to the handlers, but really like to bite a lot in those programs. And then finally, there's a program in probably it's the last 15 years or so. I think they, the first, well, it's more than that now. I guess the first exhibitions were in the late 80s. Um, but really didn't take off and start, start going forward until the early 90s, which is called Mondio Ring. We're going to cover the Mondio Ring in our next newsletter. If you'd like to watch some of the free streaming videos that I have on my website, you can go to this web address now. I have a number of uh, free streaming training videos and then a number of product videos also. 